pretty happy through two games with your defensive effort to only really allow three goals in two games. Um, offensively, just what, what has to change for you guys to break through offensively? You know what? There's just you just got to keep pounding away. We had some had some tight opportunities. I thought our power play had some opportunities, but it's just it's a tight game. You got to find a way to will one in the net, and uh, they've got a couple breaks, and we haven't got any breaks around the net. So both goaltenders played well. Um, you know, it's just uh, a fortunate bounce. The one goes off. I think it goes off Lars's hand or hip at the end there, but. We got to regroup and uh, go into Winnipeg and and find a way to be a little better. You loaded up dry saddle with McDavid, and uh, you know your team was pretty much even in shots. You know the first period, maybe Winnipeg controlled it. What did, what did you think or like of your second, third, and fourth lines today? I thought I thought the first game they were good. We kind of shuffled things up to see if we could change some momentum. Early in the game, we took that first penalty early, three minutes in or whatever, and it's hard to get you get out of rotation early. We took two penalties early, and then we had a power play late in the period and didn't do much with it. So it seemed like we were uh, we were chasing a little bit, but the second and third period, I thought we played a lot better. And uh, it comes down to a break, you know. So we're uh, you're trying to find somebody, you just find somebody to make that play that counts for you, you know. Terry Jones, Post Media. But Dave, can you speak to the challenge ahead and uh, particularly, uh, I know there hasn't been much time to analyze it, but how do you think this team is going to respond to this over in Winnipeg? Well, I think our team has responded to adversity at different times all year. So I look at it as we, uh, I think we were tied with Washington for the best road record in the league this year. Um, you know, we got to go in, and there's some things in our game that we can do better, and there's and there's some things you like about our game. So, we got to go in there. There's going to be tight games. You got to find a way to win a game. That's what you're doing. That's that's what our goal will be. Uh, is it too early to ask you if you're going to go with Spitty back to back? Yeah, we'll go game to game. Thank you, Mark Spector, Sportsnet. It just seems like the hockey has changed so much. Uh, you know, we've all been around playoff hockey and seen a bunch of it, but it's so stark. You guys in the Jets played all these high-flying 6-5 games, and now it's like 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, is this even more abject change than, than you're used to, than you've seen? Well, you got to look at, you know, both teams. Both teams, I think, during the regular season, uh, probably relied on more offense than defense now it comes to uh, playoffs and you got to rely on your defense as as much as your offense offense gets harder and you got to make sure you defend so as the uh, the mindset changes a little bit because you got to defend as hard as you can and that's uh, that's just where the game is so so you've got a team that's that's fairly learned to defend and that's a huge step forward um yeah. but not learned to defend at this level and still produce something right Anything yeah now that's what you got to do you got to find it's like we talked about this morning i'll take i'll take pretty goals if we get something on a rush but you got to find some of those ugly goals you know find a way to to will one in the net and uh, we haven't been able to do that Derek Fandis, post media Hi, Dave. Um, obviously, in, in regular, regular playoffs, this building would have been jumping tonight regardless. Without any fans in it, does that change the dynamic of home ice advantage? Like, are you going to Winnipeg now? Is it not as intimidating as it would be as if fans were in the building? 
Yeah, I've said that all along. It just, you know, the home and road uh, thing and the the emotion of the buildings and that is, as you know, nobody has an advantage either way. So it's uh, you go in there, you're, you know, it's it's almost a sterile environment with. Uh, but there's once the puck drops, like it's you, you tell before the game, and there's there's not the energy in the building. But then once the puck drops, players they play, you know, and it's. Uh, it's different a little bit, but you're engaged in a game like this tonight. You're, it's, it's a tight game. You're engaged all the time. You're, you're not thinking about the fans then, but you certainly miss the energy in the building. And with so much focus on, obviously, Leon and Connor, how much did you get out of your bottom two lines today? Did you like their contributions, or do they got to give you more to get back in the series? Well, it's a tight game. You'd like, you know, we need... In tight games like this, you need contributions throughout your lineup, whether it's defensively and, you know, that your offensive players have to play well defensively and and everybody has to be accept, expected to try to chip in. And when you're tight, tight games like this, 0-0 zero, zero game, it doesn't matter who chips in, you just got to get one. And, uh, you know, you'd like to see that not have to rely on Connor and, and Leon all the time. But, uh, but that being said, there's, you know, there's parts of our game that we're, it's a tight, tight game. You just, you just got to find a way to, to make that one chance count for you. Daniel Nugent, moment the athletic. Uh, Dave, you really leaned on a few players uh, with a lot of ice time in the third period, especially and going forward. Uh, Nurse and, and Drysaddle really stand out. What, what went into that decision, and what did you see from those two players tonight? Wow, they're just different points of the game that they, you know, that they. It's the role they play on our team. Dreisaitl got a few more minutes early because he was taking some face-offs on PK early. And uh, Nursey's played big minutes the whole year. So that's, that's just where we are with our team. And, and Mike Smith, I mean, he, he really kept you guys in it for the, for the first part of the game. What did you see from, from him in his uh, in the second game of the playoffs this year? Well, he was excellent. You saw it just like I saw it. He was an excellent player. Ryan Rashog, GSN. Dave, um, you know, you guys faced adversity at different points this year. This is a little bit different, but, you know, what have you, how has your team grown in ways this year that kind of leads you to believe you'll handle being down in this series the way you are properly and that the, you know, the pressure of this, that your team will handle it properly? I think the growth in our team, we talked about it after the game. We've been, we've been continually getting better all year. We've had some, some you know, bumps we had to cross here. So we, uh, it's one of those bumps. We got to come out better on the other side. And uh, we got to take it one game at a time and just find a way to win the next game. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.